1: It's Raymond and Austin. We're back on All-Star Sports Radio. Celebrating their 30th year, our sportsbook and casino sponsor, BetUS.com, is offering a 125% sign-up bonus plus up to 30 risk-free bets. It's called BetProtect, the perfect offer for crazy plays. Like the famous butt fumble, it's the goat of embarrassing plays. (laughs) Really, remember when you bet me you could do a live show with a goat as your co-host and he face kicked you?
2: Thankfully, I didn't take the under on that one.
1: Anyway, folks, get BetProtect today, the industry's biggest 125% sign-up bonus plus up to 30 risk-free bets. BetUS.com, where the game begins.
3: This is the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots Postgame Show. Shaw's and Star Market make shopping, saving, and meal planning easier than ever. Download the Shaw's Deals and Delivery app or the Star Market Deals and Delivery app today. Now, here's Joe Murray and Leroy Irvin.
1: So, it is the fourth appearance of the season for Zappi. 2 0 as a starter last year. Mop up duty this season in weeks 4 and 5, Dallas and New Orleans, and then trying to rally the Patriots two weeks ago through go. an interception. A handoff to Stevens, you know, rams to the right side, and he's yeah. running with a little juice, slamming bodies to the turf, barreling over a pair of Giants across midfield with a run to the 47. So, the kick out of bounds, of New England. Great starting field position, and Pomadre Stevenson has the Patriots already in Giants territory. I mean, this is uh, a 13-yard game. You can't can't have a better situation right now as far as getting it at the 40. You get a big run on first down. Now it's in your hands.
4: All right, tonight's rushing update brought to you by your New England Ford dealer who invite you to take advantage of year-end offers on their entire lineup during their holidays bright sales event. We mentioned the rushing today, Leroy. 4.7 from Armandre, 5.1 from... Zeke Elliott, and then they went away from it at one point. Yep. And Greg Bedard joins us from the Boston Sports Journal right now. Greg, how was New York today?
5: Uh just delightful, fellas. Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we we've spoke. We we what what can we do? Do we want to do an analysis or 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 whatnot? But um, just your opinion on the day and the final drive of the game and the decision not to go for the win and settle for a field goal.
5: I mean, I guess my my general thought is just you know, look where the Patriots have fallen to. I mean, this was um this was reminiscent of those uh you know, when I was at Rutgers here in the mid to late 90s, those like Dave Brown Giants like, you know, I used to go to a lot of those games. um with buddies who were season ticket holders and it's just that it just felt like one of those games. And, um, you know, I can't believe the Patriots are, are here and, you know, with their quarterback situation. And, um, you know, I, I got in late to Bill Belichick's press conference and, you know, since he was so, um, talkative anyways, I I sort of loved the, the walk-off. I don't, it's been a while or I haven't seen that. Um, I, I don't recall that before. I think he was not even on for, Barely five minutes, or around five minutes. Um, you know they're they're in a bad spot. They're they're a bad football team. I think um, if you if you stripped stripped away, you know the championships and things like that. You know they are now assured of their third losing season in four years. Um, they're two and nine. They're one of the worst teams in the league. Um, they're not making progress on offense at all. They're going backwards. Um, they don't have a starting quarterback, their backup quarterback, they're deathly afraid of that much was obvious. They did not want to just drop him back and let him pick apart the defense, which, you know, his interception showed why uh, they thought that way. And, um, you know, I, I had a lot of decisions. I had a lot of problems with decisions in this game. They passed up a 54 yard field goal. Um, of course there was the fake punt to burn a timeout that, maybe they could have used at the end of the game maybe they manage it a little bit differently um I, I would have i would have been surprised if belichick went forward on fourth i think it was fourth and seven at that point if he had all three timeouts left i don't know if he goes for it um doesn't change the outcome probably not um being very conservative you could tell they weren't even looking at the end zone when they had a chance to get a walk-off touchdown i mean it's just you know they are uh an impotent football team um right now and um That's sort of where they are. Wow.
3: How much did not naming a a starting quarterback leading up to this game uh, hurt the Pat's chances of playing better football today?
5: It's a good question, Leroy. You know, that question was asked a lot after the game. I asked some guys privately about it. Um, You know, a lot of the questions that that we had, even, you know, privately one-on-one, with guys without the notebook and without the recorder away a lot of it's just there's just like a lot of shrugging like hell if i know like i i don't know there's a lot of frustration resignation sort of you know what the hell are we doing um you know i i would say that the communication is not great uh between the coaches and the players right now and i don't think that helps anybody. I mean, Hunter Henry says that he found out today who the starting quarterback Belichick said that the decision and the players were told before they even left. Like, you know, it's just one of those situations where you're like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, what kind of operation is this? And, you know, do I think that splitting the reps and things like that um, made a huge difference today in terms of execution and things like that? Um, No. I mean, you know, Mike Kosicki, it looked like Mac Jones wasn't happy with a couple of his routes. Taekwon there was a there was a sack of Zappy where Tyquan Taekwon Thornton and Ramondre Stevenson almost ran into each other. This stuff's been going on for two years in this offense. Um so and, and I asked guys, you know, off the record and, and they didn't think it had anything to do with it. I think they're just like this is who we are at this point. I mean, it's just um, they are. Um, look, the, the defense played fine today. They did their job. Did they give up some big plays? Yeah, they got a gift to you know turnover from the from the Giants early. Um, that might have changed some things. But the defense certainly has played well enough for this team to be around five hundred. And you know, so it's all in the offense. And um, it just looks like um, you know a a rudderless group that. Yes, Bill O'Brien's in charge and things like that, but you also need the help of your head coach and direction from your head coach, and I just don't think that's going on right now.
3: You said that some players are showing frustration. You said shoulders shrugging, resignation. Is it now fair to suggest that Bill may have lost the locker room?
5: Uh, I mean, it's fair to ask the question, Leroy. Mm -hmm. Do do I think that – no, I mean, I still think they are playing hard and they're giving their best effort. Um, you, you know, so I don't think that he has quite lost the locker room. You just wonder if if the message is getting through anymore. And this is sort of the same stuff that we've seen in um, the, the failed Patriot regimes in other places like it, You know, it's you can do what you're doing in terms of how hard you practice them and yell at them and film study and keeping them in the dark and, and doing what you're going to do, that's fine when you're winning. Right. But when you start to lose and they've lost a lot, I mean, I, I haven't done my last calculation. Are they 2-15 and 15 over their last 17 games now or something like 3-14, and 14, yeah, I three, think? 3-14, yep. and 14, is that yep. what they are over their last 17 yep. games? Um, that's when guys start tuning people out. I mean, you know, even Trent Brown talked after the game in the locker room about how um, you know, he's still trying to put good tape out there. I mean, they, these are guys who are going to play for their paycheck. Um, and, you know, I think they're doing it at this point, and I think they're just sort of – I just don't think the message is getting through. And, and how could it at 2-9 and, and and 3-14? and 14, I think they're just sort of like, okay, here we go, punch the clock. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my thing, and, and hopefully something good happens down the road to me.
4: All right, uh, Greg, we have a bunch of people who want to get uh, get on the line and talk to you. Let's start with Alan. He's in California. Hey, Alan. Greg, Joe, Joe and Leroy, hi. Um, the thing about the fans thinking about tanking and stuff, we're looking at
1: seven or eight years that this team's going to be lousy, and we're looking at the miracle turnaround of Bill Parcells, and we're thinking, okay, you know, start getting stars in here, start you know really changing the thing, and we're looking way out in the future, and that's where the tanking conversation comes from. Yeah,
5: yeah, well, I mean, look, I I understand his point, and and you know, I haven't heard the the callers on tanking. I certainly hear it on on Twitter. Um, you know, I I do not think. Look, that I will say the talent level isn't great on this team, but I don't think. I've heard some people say this is, it's going to take four to seven years, whatever, to rebuild this program. I don't, I don't think that at all, not, you know, with the amount of cap space they have. Um, I do think they have started to draft better. I mean, you know, really this is about, um, you know, being better and more consistent on the offensive line, you know, getting playmakers. I mean, before DeMario Douglas went out with the injury, I, I mean, he just, he, the kid is electric. I mean, yeah, I brought it up and some people like laugh, but he he is sort of like their their Tyreek Hill. Now, you know, it's Walmart Tyreek Hill, but I mean the way he can stop and start and make people miss, I mean, it's just like just keep feeding them the ball. And um, you know, of course he gets hurt on a on a punt return, which was, you know, unfortunate and a lot of guys in the locker room did not like that um, at all. But um, you know, the defense no matter what happens as far as the head coach and things like that, the the defense You know, has some players. At the least, they're going to be like league average. They'll probably be better than that. And the offense is just about, you know, you got to fortify the lines. You got to get playmakers in, and you got to figure out to wait a way to get better quarterback play. That could be an entirely new quarterback altogether. You know, certainly part of the discussion. Um, But you know, even if it's Mac Jones, it's about you know how can you support the quarterback in terms of players, coaches. In schemes, and you know, so I don't think they're f- that far off from being competitive. I mean, you're talking about Super Bowl titles and thing like that. Yeah, okay, you know, maybe it's a little bit longer, but I don't think it, it's a, I don't think it's a drastic rebuild um, like some of the other teams.
4: All right, we got Jesse in New Bedford. Hey, Jesse.
2: Hey, you doing, guys? Hey, Greg, I love your work. You and Nick are awesome. Uh you know, I, I'm re- I'm really starting to, you know, this is what we need to do. I think Bedard, you brought it up on Fagor and Maz what teams what's going to happen with teams is nowadays you've got to bring in an offensive coach to be a head coach because what's mm-hmm. going on right now is you, you we got the three different coordinators in three years you said you wrote the book on how to destroy a quarterback. Mack needs to go somewhere where he can sit. Maybe I'm thinking Rams, sit behind Stafford for a year. because I do think if he gets behind a real offense, he'll do good. But my, my thing is we got to go get, whether it's a Ben Johnson, I'm not saying it should be him, we need to get an offensive guy in here as a head coach because as soon as your offense starts doing well, you're going to lose that guy to a head coaching job. You can rotate defensive mm-hmm. coordinator a lot easier than offense. So that's first and foremost. Get Bill out, get a new coach in here. It shouldn't be Mayo, even though it probably will be. And we need to start from scratch because we can go get Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels, but you put them behind this team, this line, these weapons. It's going to be the same thing, guys. So that's pretty much it. That's what I think we need to do.
4: All right, real quick, Greg, I got one on on this one today. Um, I don't think the talent on the field had anything to do with the outcome of the game today. Um, I think the Patriots mm-hmm. had a chance to win the game on the road, and they chose to settle yep. to go into overtime and put the put it in on a rookie kicker who missed. Who again was Bill Belichick's yep. selection? But still, I don't think talent had anything to do with them not winning today's game.
5: Oh, without question. I mean, the the Giants are not a good team. This was just about um, you know execution and in, in crucial moments, and them just being deathly afraid of the quarterback position, no matter who's there. And that's a that's a tough place to be in the NFL.
4: Really, Beth. And that's that's what I started with today. It's I'm not using the word tanking just yet. Leroy goes, well, Joe, what is it? Because he's he's trying to get it out of me. I I just think that they settled today. Like, you're on, Greg, in any sport, on the road, right, with a chance to win it, I know they don't trust their quarterback. But they they didn't try a one-on-one situation. Nothing. They just settled on an end-the-round wide receiver to Thornton. Mm. Like, that was the play they came up with. And, again, the Bill O'Brien thing, I'll save it. But, yeah, I agree with you. Today they did not trust either (laughs) quarterback they didn't trust either of them. And I just feel like they never wanted to win today's game.
5: Yeah, I think they were just trying to manage the game. And, I, you know, I kept waiting for, you know, the, them to get – I think some of the downish situations was uh, the down and distance affected it. But I was waiting for them to take up, you know, some sort of – there's got to be some sort of safe shot into the end zone that you just say, all right, play action, you know, something that you build off of that you ran earlier, maybe one of these quick games where you fake the quick game and – you know, see if they. I mean, they had run enough of them with Zappi. I was waiting for them to fake a quick game, and, and go go deep. But um, it was disappointing to see that that they're at this point.
3: Greg, did you agree with the Patriots starting Mac Jones today? And do you no. see him playing next week? Ooh. Starting next week?
5: Uh, no, I mean, you know, where I left you guys after the Colts game, I told you he was a a broken mm-hmm. and dispirited player. That was evident. Um, He was searching for answers. Now, you know, did I I leave open the chance that just getting away for the bye week, you know, could that have, uh, you know, reset his brain a little bit? Uh, You know, I allowed for that. But unless it was drastically different in practice this week, I thought Mac Jones was done as a starting quarterback here for this year. I mean, he's he's just cooked beyond recognition at this point. I mean, I... If, if you watch film of Mac as a rookie and then you, you watch today, mm. they're two completely different players. And, you know, I, obviously I've written about that and the reasons for it, including this week. But um, I thought there was no upside to starting him. I thought that he needed to sit, even if you just for a couple games, maybe playing the last four. If it didn't get much better with Zappy, I think you needed to do it. For the locker room in terms of, all right, we're just changing things to change things so guys didn't feel like they were just punching the clock. Um, yeah, I did not agree with the decision to start Mac. I wanted to ask Bill about that, but I got in there late and then he cut it short. I, I just wanted to know what he saw this week that led him to believe that the Mac that we saw in Germany would be different than the Mac we start to dis- saw today. And I don't think they were any different at all.
4: All right, more with Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal on the other side here. This is the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show. And this season, as part of the Apex Cares program, uh, Apex Entertainment will be donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal, every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. Leroy Irvin's here. I'm Joe Murray. Uh, We'll talk to you guys right after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5, the Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network.
1: Felger and Maz, afternoons 2 to 6 on the Sports Hub. Now the... Giants have a second down and 11 just outside the 41 of New England on the far side. The shotgun snap to DeVito, low snap. He stands in again, pressured, and he's Get sacked from the blind up. side. Keon White, the rookie out of Georgia Tech, and that's a career first at midfield. is going to be a big problem for DeVito here. You know, your fourth game, and you're, you're making some plays, and then you hang on to it. We saw him hang on to it just a little bit at the end of that first half. Here he is again. That ball's got to be out. He's got to understand that. Yeah, part of the reason nine sacks last week versus Washington. Your first, second read's not there. Then he recoils on the third. That's where he gets
2: stuck.
4: All right, Defender of the Game, presented by 128 Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric, the company that finishes every job strong. Let them defend your home from any plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical issues. When your home can't wait, call 128. Visit call 128. Dot com. That was uh, Keon White, who I know Leroy was high on uh, after his sack today and five tackles as well. This is the Shaw's and Star Market Patriots postgame show. We're joined by Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. I'm uh, Just talking about the defense here, Greg, back-to-back weeks now, they've given up 10 points. Um, could some of the struggles on the offensive side of the field bleed into the defense at some point where they stop playing the way that they have been?
5: I don't think they'll ever stop playing. I mean, are, are they frustrated with the offense? Hell yeah. Uh, that's, you know, without question. I mean, I, but I don't think those guys have way too much pride in what they're doing for them to, you know, stop playing or anything like that.
4: Uh, just another thing about the defense here, and I'm looking at uh, some of the, I mean, Jelani Tavai has played well this year. I saw J.C. Jackson give up on a play today. I thought he should have ran through. Uh, trying to make a tackle, he missed the running game. I know Saquon didn't really go off too well today. Forty-six yards on the ground, but you know, at some point, like, isn't the defense doing their job here? Like, I don't know, just I saw like over the last four games the amount of points they've been giving up. It's the, the fact that they're zero and four during this stretch. I know that at times the defense was supposed to be what they would lean on. Well, they are leaning on them. Did they last year? Right? We do we have to look at it and say they scored so many points? On the defensive side of the ball, and that might be some of the reasons why it looks a little bit better from last year to this year.
5: Uh, you know, probably. I mean, you know, I got to take my hat off to the guys on defense. They've um, they've done a nice job. I mean, I would have to go back. I mean, it's again they they sort of have a tendency to feast off of the weaker quarterbacks, and I would say, you know, Tommy DeVito, Gardner Minshew, um, not exactly. Murderers Row, but there's no question that they're they're doing their job. I think they I think they've been very good against the run. I think the better offenses with the better quarterbacks and receivers um, can take advantage of. I think especially of their safeties and and linebackers. I think that um, you know I think J.C. Jackson's had a rough time. Um, he got burned today a couple times. I mean there was a third and long where he got beat over the top, and um, there was, seemed to be a rotation going on between. Uh, Jonathan Jones, J.C. Jackson, and Sean Wade. Um, I guess, I guess we should start um, talking more about Sean Wade, uh, mm-hmm. as Mike Pellegrino pounded, uh, pointed out. But, um, yeah, I think the defense has done you know good enough. It's just it's it's I don't know to what end because you know, it's not like they're competing for anything at this point. What a bad loss today.
4: We'll uh, get to the phones. I know people want to get in on this one. Uh, let's talk to John. He's in Abington. Hey, John.
2: Hey guys. Hey, I'm just wondering why won't a reporter ever like confront Belichick about something, you know, they got cute late in the game with those well, let's let's just run the ball and set up for a game time field goal. You're two and eight go for the freaking win. And if I was Mac Jones, I would ask for my release.
5: I don't disagree with that. Um, last part, as far as us challenging bill, <laughs> you know, I, I I think we as a media group, and there's a lot of guys who are there more often, and, and in front of Belichick. Sometimes I just think that it's pointless, um, you know, to waste my time with that because he's he's not going to answer the pointy questions, and he, his his he uses the same old defense. I did what's in the best interest of the team. I did what I thought was right, and that you know, anytime you press him on that, he falls back on that. So it's you know, it's sort of like beating your head up against uh, a wall. I mean, I did think it was going to get a little bit more in depth. Um, today with them being assured of another losing season. But Bill uh, pulled the plug on the press conference today, so there wasn't a whole lot we could do. And I could just tell you from being in the room, it was another one of those circumstances where you couldn't really hear Bill. You couldn't even – you couldn't really hear his responses. So it's it's tough to formulate uh, counters where you can sort of paint him into a corner to be like, all right, well, he has to, has to answer this question. It's tough when you don't really know what the responses are.
4: Jordan is in Dorchester. Hey Jordan.
2: Hey guys. Uh yeah, this game like Greg said, it's because they were they lost cuz they were deathly afraid of their quarterback. So, you know, and whose fault is that? That's Belichick's fault. You completely ruined Max's career. You didn't bring in a veteran backup. You switch-swatch, you know, when does a, like, you know, switching 50-50 in practice with quarterbacks ever worked? It's never worked. And then you bring in your fourth-round pick picker to tie the game and he misses and you know it's just, he's completely mismanaged this roster this quarterback situation and he needs to be gone before they start picking players for the future cuz i don't trust him doing it
4: hey, greg let me let me ask you this let's say they, they it's uh third and four and they run it it's uh you know a fourth and one they get the fr- they they're just not going to kick the field goal and they miss out in the end or, you know do you think there's going to be pushback at 2 and 9 of man why do they why didn't they just go for the field goal and give your chance uh, team a chance to win in the game like i just feel like that that maybe wouldn't have happened today you know i think it would have been like i liked that they were aggressive Mm -hmm. and see what zappy could do late in this spot because everything else has failed but now the now now your kicker is missed and there's no trust in him and what's his future now i just feel like there was a lot of layers to what happened at the end of today's game
5: yeah no i i think that's fair um yeah, I don't think there would have been a lot of criticism if they were a little bit more aggressive at the end. I mean, you know, just, just one shot at the end zone. You could tell they weren't even uh, even looking at the end zone, and I don't think that was on the menu at all, and I think that's Belichick's direction. Bill, Bill was probably telling Billy O'Brien, um, just play for the field goal. And, um, you know, lost in the Chad Ryland discussion. Remember, they not only drafted him in the fourth round, they traded up in the fourth round to draft him. And then they traded Nick Folk, who has been pretty much money uh, for the Titans, you know, all season. It's just another, this is one of those seasons where every, just about everything that bill has tried has failed. It's gone. It's completely backfired on him. And, um, you know, his kicker decision was center stage today.
3: Uh, Maybe you've been asked this before. Maybe you've answered it. If, If so, please forgive me. But I've always wondered, are Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien on the same page? Do you ever see? Do you get the sense that there's any, um, you know, division there when it comes to decision making?
5: I'll say this, um, Leroy. I think I think largely it's fine because uh, O'Brien is one of these guys who um, is very much sort of rank and file. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm the offensive coordinator. You know, it's the head coach's decision. He 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 follows orders with the best of them. I do know that, you know, I talked to a few people who said like the, the vibe in the building was um, I guess I would just term it as interesting because, you know, you had, you know, Bill Belichick, the coach trying to hang on. You have Gerard Mayo who appears to be the heir apparent and you have Billy O'Brien who is a, you know, former head coach and reasonably uh, successful And, you know, probably thinks he should be a head coach. But as far as I know, during the season, I I don't think that there have been any issues. And O'Brien is just like, you know, look, he's the head coach. I follow his direction. And we sort of go from there.
4: And just to be clear, who makes the calls on the fourth down to uh, punt instead of a field goal situation from their own 37?
5: That's Belichick. Without question. I mean, I, I just I didn't I didn't agree with that call. At all, especially when you knew that the, their points were going to be a premium in this game. There was no question about that.
4: And then the third down end around before the fourth down at the end of the game. That call is who?
5: <laughs> uh, Bill O'Brien, I would imagine.
4: Got it. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to. Uh... He's suspect. He is. <laughs> He's super suspect. Come on now. Like, can I, can I at least take the victory <laughs> lap that it didn't work out? I never thought it would work out. And, hey, I know Alabama won yesterday, but they turned out pretty fine too. I think he was the worst out of all those offensive coordinators. I know they averaged 40 points a game. It just – he never helped. And you know what? Yeah, I know there's a lot of personnel issues, but it was supposed to help. And I just – I don't – they had two weeks for this? Two weeks for screens? Yeah. Like, I just – know I can't buy it anymore. Well, what I'm do you sorry.
5: Want? I, look. You and I are never going to agree that the <laughs> offensive coordinator is the problem, and I don't care who it is, if it's Bill O'Brien or Billy O'Murphy. Like, I, you know, it doesn't really matter. Like, to me, you have no quarterbacks. You have no yes. wide receivers. Agreed. You have a terrible offensive line. I mean, you know, I. I Agreed, I and they still had a it. chance
4: to win today's game, but it was the coaches' play calls that weren't aggressive enough today. Would you agree with that, Craig Bedard?
5: Yes, because I think he was under orders. Like, don't if if it, if Zappy gets in there, do not let him throw the ball. So down that the field. Goes, I mean, I think he threw the ball down field twice, and one was picked off. Yes, another one was almost picked off. To
4: be critical about that, how many times have they run the ball in a row and then threw that pass? I don't understand why they're having these guys throw the ball at all. Like that—that's the whole point. You're running, running, running. You're getting four point seven yards a rush, but yet you're going to let the guy throw into coverage like that. I just—that's on I mean, them. I agree with that you is on, that. on them.
5: A, yeah, I, you're preaching to the choir. I mean, I, I am one of these guys where if it ain't broke, you know, don't mm-hmm. don't change and just keep pounding them with the run. I mean, I th- there's no reason why this Patriots team shouldn't be, you know, running. It should be like the win game in Buffalo. Like I'd be fine with that. That's where they are at this point. Right, well, we agree on that one.
4: It's good come to an agreement uh, we gotta hit, we gotta let's get the scoreboard real quick we'll have more with Greg Bedard and I, there's tons of phone calls we'll take your guys calls and I know Leroy's got a point uh, as well let's uh let's hit the uh, headlines here guys the home of the bees the sports hub
1: Stevenson to the ride of zappy Douglas started in motion right, goes back left, screen left for Thornton. Lutheran right head to the 15. He works his way past the 10, and he's brought down between the hash marks and the numbers at the Giants' seven-yard line. It's first and goal to go. First and goal to go. Patriots in rhythm. Bailey Zappi, six for six on his first drive. You're even getting Tyquan Thornton involved here. Meanwhile, for the Giants, McFadden went to the bench. That's a great call. linebacker.
4: All right, back here on the Shaws and Star Market Patriots post game show. New England converted 18 first downs today. And with every first down, Credit Union Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Learn more at CU Kids at Heart. .org. I know Leroy had something for Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Yeah.
3: Uh eleven games. Mac Jones has been benched four times. We were talking about this earlier. I'm just wondering if you can think of any other starting quarterback to get benched that much in a in a season.
5: Um I'm trying to think. Um you know there might have been some, some of those teams like uh you know, like maybe Baker Mayfield or something like that, mm-hmm. but not not a team or a quarterback who's been successful for sure.
4: But you can actually bet on <laughs> on that stuff. Hey, how many – will he be – Will he Really? Be benched? Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, who's the first quarterback benched this season was one of them that you could have had as well.
3: And so with that being said, earlier I asked you, um, should Mac Jones have started? You said no. So coming up, Chargers. Do you still see a well? Is there a chance that he could still start?
5: <laughs> who the hell knows what Belichick <laughs> is going to do? I mean, you know, any sane person, pretty much, who have been who has been watching the film and saw Mac at the end of that Colts game and and just decision after decision got worse, just would have sat him. Um, but um, you know, so yeah, I think there's there's a chance. Southern
2: Company. We know the right solutions start with the right questions. How do we deliver reliable energy and overcome unpredictable challenges? How do we get to net zero carbon emissions and ensure communities thrive? How do we deliver affordable energy today and tomorrow? Southern Company, building the future of energy.
5: I mean i would certainly start zappy and you know look is do i think zappy's a better quarterback than mac jones at this point yeah just because i think mac jones is completely fried he's his motherboard is fried there's smoke coming out of it like you know he's done and just just let him sit for a couple weeks take things take things in take a beat and you know we'll see what happens later but I, i i don't think he can function for this team
4: uh, Chris is in Phoenix. Uh, you're on with Greg Bedard. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. Greg, I'm so happy you're on because, Joe, I don't even know if you know what
0: you're looking at anymore on this, on, on this field. Listen, I, with, with Jones and Zappi, Greg, listen, I know what you're saying about Zappi versus Jones, but what's sad about this whole thing is Jones is, is still actually the better quarterback. You look, at the, you look at these two halves, fine. You want to play Zappi? Then you better be prepared to run the ball 40 times if that's what's going to happen. Because if you watch Zappi in the second half, the numbers were flipped. Jones threw the ball 21 times in the first half to to 13 running, which, by the way, they should have ran the ball a lot more. They went away from it. But second half, it's flipped. And why is that? All the throws Zappi made were either rub routes, things on the out, uh, easy, easy throws. They don't let him run the ball down to throw the ball down the field. Every time that guy tries to read something, he fails. He threw a pick. He could have thrown another one at least
4: Jones, they take they, they, they the training wheels off a little bit. Completely so disagree with you. if you're going to play Jones. Sorry, sorry. and Chris, I, I don't know what you're watching, but Zappi can make throws yeah. to the left side of the field. Like, and listen, yeah, no, no, neither quarterback is going to help this. But, like, let's, not, yeah. let's be honest. The, did it, the no. team have no. a spark today with Zappi or not? Answer that question. Yeah, listen, it, it, the spark means nothing. It, they it ran the matter. ball and were successful. <laughs> they were happy. Yeah, when when Zappi came really, into the game, they hey, were functional.
0: Yeah, you're going to hang up on me. So no, I'm not. I'm, same, not okay? letting you, I'm
4: letting you speak. I mean, you're you're in Phoenix, yeah. but, like, don't sit there say, Yeah, Jones might be the better quarterback. Is he the better quarterback now? Is he the better quarterback today? Because the only thing he's helping is them lose games. That's what he's helping. Yeah.
0: You, you, so you're telling me you think they, they can run the ball with Zappy? they can run the ball with Jones, too, and they were running it. Hey, look it. How about in the first half, okay? You look at those picks. One of them was really bad, right? But well, you look at the Demario Douglas pick. You'll look at that and you'll say he threw it right to, the, right to the linebacker, right? You won't say, hey, Demario Douglas came out of the backfield and it was a hot read with a blitz and he should have been turning and looking at it. And, Greg, when you go look back at that, you'll see the same thing. The bottom line I saw that is
5: play. He, yeah. he, yep. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, he's uh, – I was just going to say – he, He's broken. He's broken. I get that. Yeah. That's a matter of Belichick putting his arm around them and so on. But as far as the two quarterbacks go talent-wise, you can't let Zappy read. And when you talk about the end of the game, Joe, that they should have gone for it, gone for it. No. What everybody would be saying right now is, that doesn't put the team in the best chance to try to win the game. You're going to let a guy that can't read
4: a defense and, they lost. and go from – And they lost. They never even tried. But go ahead, Greg.
5: Oh, I was just going to say, so that that interception, um, I did see that. I did go back and and watch it, and um, I'd be curious how they coached that because DeMario Douglas was in the backfield as the running back, but he didn't – and uh, it was um, Justin Simmons who came off the corner, off the corner where Douglas uh, came from, and he didn't pick him up. He didn't chip him or anything. I don't know if that's his responsibility, but he also, like – didn't get his head around. Now like like that play was doomed because nobody was I mean, the way the way Mac reacted to it, I you know, I don't think he was unaccounted for. I think that he expected Demario Douglas, or whoever that running back normally is, that's a personnel decision, is supposed to pick up that guy, uh, the way the Patriots do things. And he just sort of taken the sack. I mean, once that once Simmons came in free. Like, you weren't doing anything on that play. And so, I, you know, I understand what he's saying. I was just looking at the next-gen stats um, from the game. Unfortunately, Zappi only had 14 pass attempts, so he's not on here. But, you know, it's fascinating that – so Mac Jones, his time to throw was uh, 2.08 seconds, which is by far the lowest this week so far. That's probably one of the lowest – he was a minus fourteen. He was a, his expected completion percentage today was seventy one point two. His completion percentage was fifty seven point one. His intended air yards were only four point six. I wish Zappi qualified for this because um, I think his his intended air yards would have probably been like negative the way they were going with things.
4: My, my only thing with that Mac Jones play there is he. You said he should have taken the sack. Like him throwing the ball is a detriment to the team. He, he he threw it off his back foot once again. Like, that was a... I, I get the play, and he thought somebody was going to be there, but, like, that was just a poor executed play that happens week in and week out, and it's, it's easy to say, oh, Douglas should have been the guy that's there. He should have never thrown the ball, so I agree with you. He should have taken the sack, but he didn't. He ended up throwing an interception, which cost more yep. points, and they had three turnovers today that led to the other team scoring. That's why they lost today, but... The whole letting the quarterback actually try to win the game—I don't care what sport it is. Basketball, you're on the road, you go for the win. When you have a chance to win the game, you go for it. They never wanted to today. They didn't trust anybody, but they never wanted to win. So the whole thing—this isn't a zappy defense. It's just that whoever the quarterback was, you could put anybody there today. I think they should have tried to try to win the game, and they never did. And so that's why I'm wondering if they're tanking. And that's why I'm wondering, are
5: they tanking? You know, it's possible. I mean, I'm not going to – I have no evidence to support it or, you know, contradict it. But, look, that's Belichick's decision. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you.
4: Yep. And that's my whole thing. It doesn't matter if Leroy was the quarterback, you, Greg, me, anybody. You take a shot. They didn't trust him. They didn't want to. That's the whole thing. Did they want to win today? That was my my big takeaway. Hey, we got one more with you, Greg. How about that? And there's a bunch of people. Oh, I got here. I know. Here we are. Right, another hour in. I I, I went. I started the show today, Greg, being very calm. Now I'm like, do they yeah. even want to win anymore?
5: I have this effect on a lot of people.
4: <laughs> Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Show. We'll wrap up with him next here on 98.5 The Sports, oh, and on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports on Patriots Radio Network
1: connect with buston's home for sports online 98.5 885 thesportsup.com. Stevenson stays on to the right of that's Jones. Juju if you want pointing him. with two fingers to the receiver's left. He fires toward Parker makes the grab on the catch and he runs it inside the numbers to the 30. A near miss by Isaiah Simmons on a throw by Jones on the slant that was nearly picked off, but that's a first down for the Patriots to the 29. It's right side where he should have went. It's Juju. He's got a 14 yard cushion on him. Guys all the way back, you know, should have worked the right side. You force it backside. Luckily, Parker gets it,
4: and you still got the ball, and you're moving. All right, back here on the Shaws and Star Market Patriots. Post-game show with 21 completions by the Patriots. Today, Kesh's Law donates another $2,100, which brings the Kesh's for college season total to $24,300. The Kessler's Care Scholarship ensures that financial hurdles will not prevent students from pursuing their dreams. Greg Bedard is here from the Boston Sports Journal, Leroy Irvin. So what's what's next now? What is next, Greg Bedard? Uh, it's the Chargers on deck. Do you think there'll be another whoever the best quarterback or the practice thing will happen all over again this week?
5: Uh, yeah. No. I, I mean, look, if I had to guess right now, I think they'll just go with Zappy this week. I think, you know, maybe they gave Mac one more chance. Um, maybe they wanted to see if the bye week was sufficient to clear his head and sort of give him a restart. That obviously wasn't the case. If I had to wager, I would say that uh, Bailey prepares to be the starting quarterback on Sunday against the Chargers. Another
4: one here, just wanted to ask about Trent Brown not starting. Um, did this they said it was his injuries, or at least I'm reading some reports now that yep. their work. But did did this affect any of his new contract play playing time bonuses, starts, or anything like that? And did it have anything to do with his comments regarding the offense this week?
5: Uh, not that I know of. I don't know what comments you're exactly referring to, but I talked to Trent after the game and and Connor McDermott, and both said this was the plan, and they. You know, I think really they wanted to hold out Trent as long as possible because he's really dealing with some significant leg injuries. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at some point in time, they made a decision to go to Trent, didn't look back, but um, everybody was sort of on board, and, and Trent liked that he didn't start the game. They were just trying to look out for his injuries. That's as far as I know.
3: Um, earlier you were talking about uh, Pop Douglas, and you said some of the players weren't happy with that uh were they not happy with no flag no penalty
5: yeah uh Jabril Peppers especially um he he made a comment along the lines of um they're supposed to be all about player safety Mm -hmm. yet something like that happens to Pop Douglas and you know it's not flagged even after they saw it on the scoreboard uh it wasn't flagged now to defend the officials a little bit I don't even know what I don't know what penalty it would be because he doesn't get the protection of a defenseless receiver where you can't hit them in the head, neck um, injury, um, you know, forcible contact there. I mean, he is a runner. The rules are different for a runner. Um, so I, I I didn't have a huge problem with that. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's my recollection of what the rule is.
4: All right. And then uh, did you see the uh, argument between – uh, Troy Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster on the sideline.
5: I did not see that. Yes, I'd be interested he, to hear about it. Heated. Uh, basic,
4: really? Basically, what I saw was a throwing of the helmet, uh, and the two of them jawing at each other, and and Troy Brown giving it back to Juju. Uh, but this he was, was out, on.
5: Uh, this was on the TV.
4: No, it wasn't on the. I, I've seen some clips for it. I'll see if I can tweet it back out there. But yes, okay. uh, there was a uh, an argument between the two of them, and. Maybe uh, maybe you'll get more on that talking to some people this week. But looks like there was frustration all around. But he was one of the final players on the field. What do you think of Devontae, uh Parker's uh, play today? Uh,
5: you know, I thought it was pretty good. I thought he, you know, he looked uh, his legs looked alive on some of the quick game stuff that they used him with. Um, that's probably a more effective way to actually get the ball in his hands because he has a tendency to be well covered. Um, down the field. But, yeah, you know, look, I think he was productive. What was his uh, three for 42-5 targets along of 19? Um, you know, that's a banner day for Devontae Parker with the Patriots. So, uh, good stuff.
4: All right, get out of here, Greg. I know you got a nice little ride home. It was a oh, just a barn burner of a game watching this uh, these two teams. Do you know there was a Super Bowl there a couple of years ago?
5: I remember that. That was that was glorious that I got to go. Co- you know, I, I could take – I could take the uh, train home on like most things wrap on like Thursday, so like like Thursday night I took the train home, went home, came back like I think the day of the game, considering it doesn't start until six o'clock. Like that was awesome, and the weather worked out that week for the most part.
4: There you go. Well, he's Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Can't wait for the three up, three downs this weekend. And yes, to confirm, uh, the, after the interception uh, on the sideline. Um, Hunter Henry, actually, was one of the guys that came in and broke it up. So, uh, no, I'm looking for the video. But, uh, yeah, Dakota Randall had that uh, from earlier today oh. that there was a uh, okay. bit of a uh, exchange between the two. It he got heated uh, on the sideline. He's Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. Check out all his work. And you'll be on with Felger Maz this week as well?
5: Uh, I will. Yep. All right, he's back. As always.
4: It. All right, he's Greg Bedard. joins us every week here on Patriots Post Game. Thanks, Greg. We'll catch up next week. All right, see you, boys. All right. I take care. It's uh, leaving New York. I uh, went to WrestleMania there a couple of years ago, <laughs> and thank God I got a bus because I guess the the uh, ride hailing apps were uh, tied up. Ugh. And we could talk about CM Punk's return to death. What can we do for CS the next ran. hour? I was going to say that, but Patriots What do you
3: want
4: to do for the next hour here? <laughs> you know, the Celtics tonight, Porzingis not playing I
3: know it's just it's been such a long time since the Patriots have been this bad this is this is shocking I knew they were going to be bad
4: but not this bad well we're the same age so 1992 three right that's that we were probably 10 or 11 years I, old. I've,
3: I've already erased that time out of my brain Me too. Uh, but it, the 20 years is what is embedded in my brain now that's all I think about we haven't seen anything like this in a good long while, and and it's we thought last season was bad. Mm. Who knew? I just would like to challenge anybody that still
4: thinks that like Mac Jones is the better option right now. And, and again, Leroy, it could be you. It could be me. It could be Kevin Majore back there. If it's you're basically in the red zone, down three, you
3: could settle for the field goal with a rookie kicker. You're two and eight down three. <laughs> I'm going or, for it. Or, yeah, you are. I'm going for You're it. You're going for it. I got nothing to lose. I'm going for it. Got nothing to lose. <laughs> You're not going go to for the playoffs.
4: You're not, you know, it's about pride. If they lost, we could have been like, they wanted to win the game. They tried. And I know there'll be some people that be like, why don't you set up for the field goal and give you a chance to win? Chance to win? How do you know he's going to make the field goal? Because he didn't. And he didn't. Yeah, but Joe Max the better option right now. Is he mentally the better option right now? No, man. And I'm not even... Listen, I think Zappi sparked the team today. I really do. He's not the answer either. Come on. It, it might have just been Zappi mentally was there. I, I'm starting to wonder if did something happen with Will Greer? Like, was he told he was going to get the start and then talked and then they caught him? Like, the Trent Brown thing, at least Greg said that it was orchestrated and they all talked about it, you know? But, like... This whole dog and pony show this week of the who's going to be the quarterback and uh, it's all about practice and who plays well. It did nothing for you today. Crazy. Nothing!
3: Crazy. We got did- another hour to go. You give him Malik Cunningham a chance?
4: Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? The fake wildcat today. What was that? That's what you worked on for 2 weeks?
3: The fake wildcat you can't tell me there's not chaos going on behind the scenes. It's um it's gotta be a mess. How are any of these guys coming back to me? Any of them.
4: Not even Gerard Mayo at this point. I think you need somebody who's never seen the who even knows where New England and Foxborough is. <laughs> or get the final hour. We've <laughs> got one more hour to go here. I see everybody lined up on the phone lines. We're gonna go to you, but let's get a look at all the headlines here. And we'll pause ten seconds for station ID on the safety insurance, 98.5 eight five the sports of Patriots Radio Network.